It's Brian Anthony from the Office of Student Life and Leadership in the booth. Welcome to another episode of Hill Talks. Each episode, we will bring you an inspiring message to help improve your leadership skill set. Everyone can always use leadership tips, so we hope that you get something out of it. We're live in the booth. Today's topic focuses on new aspects of leadership, featuring some of campus's most prominent leaders from a student and professional lens. Hi, I'm Nyla Ruiz. I am a first-year Master of Public Health student at the Gilling School of Global Public Health. I am also the Student Activities Graduate Coordinator for the Office of Student Life and Leadership. Hi everyone, I'm Casey Lowe. I'm the Job Location Development Coordinator uh, at University Career Services, uh, which I serve on the Employer Relations Team, as well as Career Advice students about 10 hours a week. Hi everyone, my name is Tamara Taylor. I am an Assistant Director over in University Career Services, and Casey is my neighbor. (laughs) (laughs) Let's kick it. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, We just kind of want to open up the floor, Anthony and I, by asking you all, what does leadership mean to you? Well, for me, leadership is more than a title. Um, Leadership to me is an attitude. Leadership to me is a mentality. Leadership to me is how you show up. And I don't think everyone knows how to do that. I don't think that everyone knows how to inspire others to act or to encourage the process and so or inspire a shared vision that's what it is and enable others to act and and those are principles that I um, think are very applicable to what leadership is. I think too I just actually came from a leadership institute um, for a local association not last week, but the week before. And what it really stood out to me is like, you can be a leader from any seat you're in, Mm -hmm. which really spoke to me as a entry level um, employee in a career services office. So I just graduated from my master's program in May. um, And I don't supervise anyone, which is understandable. But I think uh, being a leader is uh, creating new projects when appropriate and not staying in your lane um, and taking initiative uh, and being the person who maybe does things that maybe not everybody wants to do or is the person to help out at the last moment. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, too, it's a mindset of kind of not having the mindset of that's not my job, I think is a big one to do, too, because it shows that you're able to step up when needed, even if it's not the most enjoyable task. Um, But I think, too, like Tamara was saying, that it's inspiring other people and showing them that you don't have to have a title to be a leader, to inspire someone, to work on new things and give new ideas. Um, It's a very different concept, I think, than what we used to know in the past, which is you need to be a president, you need Mm -hmm. to sit on a committee, you need to have this. And that's totally just not the case anymore, which I think makes it more of a cooler experience when you can speak to leadership. Well, um, Casey, you brought up a good point about how there's different ways to display leadership on jobs, about whether it's, like you said, taking that initiative to start that program Mm -hmm. or being that person who steps up and says, hey, I'll stay that extra 30 minutes just because no one else wants to. Mm -hmm. So are those things that you believe and your expertise as career services that employers are starting to look for in terms of student leadership? Or do you kind of still see the more traditional, uh, we want positionality over experience? So we actually had an employer panel this morning, um, which, and I kind of made the point to ask you about this because I had the same question. Um, do we need the president of a fraternity as the end-all be-all candidate or can people have 
um, leadership in other ways. And the no, her comment was, you know, she's not control searching for leadership positions when they're going through resumes. That's just not something they think about because skill set now is so important that titles and majors are not, I'm not going to say as important, but just you can make what you are with the skills you have, the experiences you have, and the knowledge you have. What a history major do, does can do what a business major does in certain circumstances, of course. But what I think, too, is that when we speak about leadership, especially some of the questions I think employers are starting to ask are describe a time you took initiative, Mm -hmm. describe a time you took a process and made it better, describe a time where you had to persuade your colleagues. These are all questions that show leadership skills without it being like, oh, tell me um, what it was like being the secretary of this club. So it's times where you went outside your lane, went appropriately, but it showed the leadership quality. So it shows that you were able to do that. Because I know for me, um, in instances, it might be taking a drop in um, when it's almost four o'clock and, you know, everybody else has a student with them and I'm okay with taking that. And that's, I'm not supervising anyone, but at least I'm the person that's like, oh yeah, I'll help out right now. You know, I'm totally okay with that. Agreed. Um, I think like when I've applied for jobs and stuff, I don't think anyone has like asked me specifically like about my actual like leadership positions that I've held in undergrad. It's just been more of like what you said, like how have you demonstrated these abilities? When have you taken initiative to do X, Y, and Z? Um, When have you thought about like a new idea and have seen it through and things like that? Um, So I think that the direction that employers are moving in is better than the traditional way in which things have always been done. Well, I, I think Casey hit it on the head is, again, that, that demonstration. And I don't know that this is a new thing. I think mm-hmm. it may be new to students, but I don't know that it's a new thing. I can't think of the last time when leadership qualities, characteristics, traits weren't what employers were looking for as opposed to a title. Because, again, they recognize, especially on an undergraduate level, that that could potentially be fluff, right? That Mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily translate to what they're looking for. So I don't know that this is a new thing. I think students can adopt a particular mindset, as Casey has given some uh, great examples of what that can look like and how to uh, reference them or demonstrate them in an interview or in a networking situation. And it's not always about an interview. It's what do you say when you're in front of someone who doesn't know you? How can you answer that tell me about yourself kind of question, even if no one's asking you that? But that's essentially what the conversation is about. So I think adopting the mindset of recognizing, again, what are my value adds? What do I bring to a situation? What do I bring to an organization? Um, and, and taking full stock on that. I would also say get involved in meaningful activities like the leadership uh, workshops and, and, and courses that are offered through student uh, life and leadership. I think there are some really good uh, programs that take place in that office. And so if you really want to develop this leadership mentality, it's not about a title. It's about an understanding, in my opinion, of who you are and how to parlay that into something that's going to be meaningful to you. My title on the surface sounds like it's deep, but it's not. My title here in career services is assistant director. 
in another office on this campus, that may be the second person in charge. I'm very far removed from the second person in charge in reality. But that doesn't mean that I don't conduct myself with the mindset or the, the, the mentality of a leader. My supervisor does not have to micromanage me. My uh, supervisor does not really have to tell me what to do. I understand her vision. And because I understand her vision, I know how to insert what I bring to the table to that vision so that we uh, are operating according to the goals and mission of, of the office. I think, too, you kind of touched on this earlier about mold. Um, since leadership is so not based in these titles and these transactional type of experiences, but, you know, I really like the quote, if you don't fit a mold, build your own. And I think that's really uh, speaks to me when it comes to leadership students and how they try to align with employers and a good thing students can do if they are preparing for these employer-type experiences is looking at job descriptions that they could see themselves in and what skills can they pull from that and to really reflect on what they've done these past four years or three years um, or two. Some people, you know, getting stuff done. But to really see and reflect on that because I think sometimes in gra- undergrad especially, life just passes you by and yeah. you've done all these things and you don't realize it. But on the flip side of that too, I don't think you always need leadership skills if you're part of a team. Of course, that is great, and that is a main component. But I think about the students who have those more entrepreneurial skills, like um, when they create their own blogs, they create their own websites, portfolios, those types of things. They're in a band. All that stuff is a real leadership to itself because you're taking initiative to advocate for yourself, to create a brand for yourself, and that all encompasses the leadership quality. Um, So pretty much leadership is what you make it, and employers will see that in whatever way you portray that, I guess, is Mm -hmm. the way I'm trying to say that. Um, And it seems from what we've spoke to employers today, employers have realized that, that it's not this traditional well, I don't see any, you know, presidents on here or anything like that um, because resumes sections are changing. You know, we got project involvement. Um, you can do research involvement, all those mm-hmm. types of things. And I think it's what the student makes of it with the time they're also here because being in an institution, you have so many resources to build your skill set as a leader, as anything you want to be. And that's the time to really dive wholeheartedly into that. That was like a tangent that went in three different directions, but mm-hmm. that's totally what I was saying. Okay, well, we have talked a lot about employers and opportunities, so I kind of want to jump right into what are some of these job opportunities that students can kind of apply for or look into that give them that access to that leadership development? I think those jobs can be anywhere from a simple part-time job to a club to orientation leaders, uh, being a mascot for the football team. I know Ramseys are all students, um, and that's another leadership quality in itself and one we may not have thought about. But even as simple as a part-time gig in the summer, working in food and service beverage sector and those types of things, you're getting soft skills from that, and you can be a leader in any space you're in. Um, Maybe that's someone who does stay late and takes out the trash after a restaurant shift. But that could also be being in a club and maybe you create new programming for the club. That can be seen in any way. And I think those are good ways to do that. Of course, um, he'll have to look for all the organizations. 
handshake to look for jobs, even Indeed, going to see us at the Career Services Center. Um, but also talking to people is a really good source of information, especially students who have already been here. Sometimes I remember I was at my previous institution for six years for undergrad and grad school, and even in grad school, I was still finding out about things on campus. So talking to those people was um, great to figure out what was more out there. Um, I think students can look to offices like my office, the Office of Student Life and Leadership. Um, we have a lot of um, student positions in that um, office. We actually had a job fair today um, with the union, but I think um, positions there such as like Heal Life Coordinators, those are great positions where students are able to gain skills and work on a team and um, what it means to like work on projects, take initiative, um, and develop all these other skill sets. I also think another opportunity for students could be, they're technically housed under Student Life and Leadership as well, but the Carolina Union Activities Board, um, becoming like a chair or a coordinator is a good position. I think, um, like we've mentioned previously, I think students think that they need to be like a president or a vice president or whatever. And it's like you don't necessarily have to do those things to get um, these skills that employers are looking for. I would also say that for students, um, I think just find opportunities that you are passionate about. And I think that will help in terms of finding an opportunity and actually liking what you do and then using those skills um, to your advantage when it comes to like applying to jobs and things like that, like make your resume fit to whatever it is that you do. But like you were suggesting, like looking at job descriptions, I think that would help um, as well and kind of tailor your resume to that, but to reflect like what you have done in your time here. You all offered some really good advice. I don't have anything to add. <laughs> you took all the answers. Well, I have a quick plug. If anyone listening is interested in still working in the student life and leadership office, like Nyla said, um, I actually have a counterpart. Their name is Becca. They will be graduating in May. And so now I'm looking for a second half, another buddy. So if anyone is interested, my position is student leadership coordinator, we get to do super fun things like this podcast as well as plan a whole bunch of other workshops. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely check out all of the jobs available at the Carolina Union on Heal Life, as well as Handshake is another great resource that provides you with all access to job opportunities, internships, and correct me if I'm wrong, Casey, but also like off-campus opportunities yeah. as well oh, for sure. can all be found on Handshake. Yep. And I have a listserv if you want part-time jobs on and off campus. And you can find that on the Career Center website. And I usually try to include all on and off campus opportunities. Oh, yep, I did not know that. (laughs) (laughs) I went to the job fair today. I gave my card out to everyone. (laughs) Um, And so I'm thinking here, what are some tips that you all could provide? And Nyla, perhaps from experience, on how to navigate and effectively talk about leadership in interviews. I know personally that's something that I struggle with when I'm in an interview and an employer is like, tell me how you overcame this obstacle. And it's like, I know that's a leadership question, but how do I go about explaining it and kind of conveying that? So what are some tips that you all could offer? I'd say one thing you should do is really um, 
review your resume. Think about what each experience on there, you know, what, what happened? What, what did you gain from them to include things like um, challenging challenges that you may have faced, right? But the job description is really your biggest uh, asset. It's not just used for applying to the job, but you should also use it to help you prepare for an interview so you recognize that that question you just um, posed, Bria, is not just a leadership question. That mm-hmm. question can answer a number of things that an employer is looking for. And so if you're only expecting for the interview to be about a thing, you're probably doing yourself a disservice. And so I always encourage students to look at the job description, have a highlighter if you printed it, an ink pen if you um, copy paste it into a Word document so you can use the highlight function and highlight every single thing and that job description that is applicable to any and every experience you've had. And when it comes to the preferences, then we get even more clues uh, into what they're looking for. So you can talk about challenges that you may have experienced. They may not ask about a challenge in a specific role. They're just perhaps looking for challenges that you may have experienced as it relates to communication, time management, analytical uh, thinking. Uh, juggling multiple priorities, competing demands. So if you're going into an interview or just any conversation thinking it's going to be just based on a thing like leadership, you're probably doing yourself a disservice as it comes to um, preparation. So reviewing your resume, taking stock of what happened when I'm uh, assisting students with mock interviewing, I always ask, when is your interview? If it's the next day, I say from this point going forward, I want you to think about what happened today, what happened yesterday that I could talk about in an interview. If the interview was two weeks from now, think about what did I do in the last two weeks when I'm walking to campus or I'm on the bus or I'm waiting in the the library. Assess some things that have happened uh, recently because they don't want you to necessarily go back to freshman year if you're a senior. We want some 30, 60, 90 day (laughs) type of fresh examples because that can speak to things like your leadership and your ability to um, juggle competing priorities. So they're really looking for things that are fresh, that are current, Mm -hmm. but you really being in tune, Cat Williams, and I'll keep this clean, said in one of his comedy specials, <laughs> you know, your star player, who's your star player? You are. Yeah. And if you're not in tune with your star player, Houston, we've got a problem, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so who are you? What do you bring to the table? What are your value adds? And what impact can you immediately make upon an organization? And following up on that, an interview is like your first date almost, um, and it's the time to to brag and to tell about all the special qualities and things that you've done. And mock interviews at least allow someone, an outsider, to maybe say, okay, that felt a little awkward, or maybe let's make this more or less choppy of more of a story if it's an example. And those are really helpful. Um, I know I did multiple of them getting ready for presentations, and I had supervisors do it with me. I had people who were on my level do it with me, and it was extremely helpful to be like, 
also, am I conveying the answer that matches with this question? Because I had an interview actually in here for here. They asked me um, pretty much what is one of your weaknesses. And I think I said something like, this is my first 40 hour week job and I've never, never <laughs> worked 40 hours a week. And they were like, no, we're looking more for like a personality trait. So that's OK to also be like did I answer your question correctly? Is that what you wanted me to say? And that's okay for that too, because sometimes we're also so nervous that we don't, everything is spinning all around in our heads. We have 20 different experiences in our heads. So to reflect on your own experiences, but then to also practice it. So then hopefully most of the questions you are asked aren't always, holy moly, I've never heard that before. Most of the time, you know, sometimes they throw one at you. The weirdest question I ever got in an interview was, you're taking an ad out in the New York Times and you have to put three words that describe you. What are the three words you describe? I said one of mine was weird. Was that probably <laughs> what I should have said? I don't know. But the, that was a question that I could have not prepared for. And that's okay too. But I think if you have the, the resource to prepare and get comfortable talking about leadership and skills and all of these things, it'll really help you when you get to that point. Um, I echo all those sentiments. I think I'm really bad about talking about myself, um, especially in interviews. Like, I really, like, hate it a lot. Um, so I know that's something I personally, like, need to do for the future, um, especially because I'm currently applying to internships right now for grad school. And then looking at what I want to do after is really, like, practicing um, talking about myself and my skill set and what I bring to the table and how I can be an asset for like the company or organization that I want to work for. So I think that that's really important. Well, thank you so much for sharing and plugging. You all heard it here first. Find your jobs, find your niche. Go get it. Go get it. Yes. Check back with us for another discussion on leadership and even more amazing in-studio guests. It's Brian Anthony, live from the booth. Peace. <laughs>